Welcome to episode 158 of the TDR Now podcast, the first English-speaking podcast focusing on the Disney parks in Asia, including Tokyo Disney Resort, Hong Kong Disneyland, and Shanghai Disneyland. And we are coming to you directly from Japan. You can find us at so, so many places on the net, including tdrexplorer.com, on Twitter, and on Instagram at tdrexplorer on Facebook at facebook.com slash TDR Explorer, on YouTube under TDR Explorer. Um, basically, if you put TDR Explorer in the search bar, you'll probably find uh, you'll probably find us. I'm one of your hosts, Patricia. I take photographs. I, uh, I, <laughs> I've raised my child at the resort. I don't know if that's such a good idea. Um, and uh, you can find me on Twitter and on Instagram at DreamSweets love and uh with me as always although i heard there was maybe a scare that you might not be able to come back (laughs) (laughs) is uh the ever handsome and adorable chris (laughs) well first off happy new year happy new year and happy new year to all you listeners yes yeah happy new year to you your family and everyone else all the other explorers listening (laughs) It's a good it's it's a good start to 2019. I'm very excited. I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a fun year. <laughs> I think so. I'm one of your hosts, Chris, the chief content editor of TDR Explorer, and I am the one that almost wasn't able to leave <laughs> mainland China, uh, which we'll get into <laughs> during this episode of the podcast. Yes, I almost could not leave China. And I know everyone is probably like, really nervous now and their palms are sweating thinking oh my goodness i just booked a trip to shanghai disneyland and you're telling me you couldn't leave the country almost couldn't leave the country okay you have to be straight with me did you make a reference to the chinese president looking like winnie the pooh um no okay but i did ride the winnie the pooh ride (laughs) oh wait no i did no i did i i i did so i i tweeted out a video of me on the ride saying i'm riding this for good measure, just in case it goes away. <laughs> Maybe that was it. Oh, no. Maybe that was it. I don't know. Don't worry. I'll, I'll talk about it. And it's not as bad as it sounds, but it's still it's still a pretty funny story. Uh, the things I get myself into sometimes, it's quite baffling. <laughs> I'm, I'm laughing about it now. <laughs> Okay, 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 okay. We need to we need to get the show on the road. Okay, all right. We're gonna talk about our Patreon. I know everyone missed that. <laughs> Plug in our Patreon. So, big thank you to all you explorers who are contributing to us on Patreon. We can't do it without you. So, thank you so so much. And if you'd like to support the show, you can head on over to Patreon.com/slash/TDR now and pledge to help keep the show running. And we do have different levels of rewards, depending on how much you decide to pledge. And one of those levels is the $5 pledge, which gets you a shout out at the end of every episode. So at the end of this one, we have a list of explorers that are going to get a shout out from us at the end. So if you'd like to contribute, you can head on over to patreon.com slash TDR now. And also... In the few weeks' time, Thomas, who has uh, contributed the $75 level, he did it for two months, and he wants Patricia and I to go and treat ourselves at one of the restaurants at Tokyo Disney. So we're going to decide which one we're going to go to. We're looking at different menus. 
yeah, we're kind of comparing and contrasting here. And we're we're going to try to do something different this time. We're not going to just head on over to, I don't know, what, Mama Biscotti's or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to try to like do something different. We're going to $75 worth of biscotti and coffee. <laughs> oh, my goodness. $75 worth of curry bread. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I can handle that. Oh no, man! If you if you want to torture us, I mean, I guess you could request that if you do want to torture us. Oh my god! <laughs> I would probably get sick because I think I have a like a slight gluten intolerance, so that probably wouldn't work for me. We're looking for <laughs> gluten free menus. Yeah, we're we're kind of we're kind of doing that because we get asked that a lot too. Yeah. So, so keep an eye out for that. Uh, we'll have that probably in, the, in a few weeks' time here once we get that all sorted out. So big thank you to Thomas for that. And um, yeah, again, patreon.com slash TDR. Now, well, we have some news. Let's talk about some news. Okay. What's in the news, Chris? Probably one of the biggest ones is uh, we finally have an opening date for Ant-Man in Hong Kong Disneyland. Yay. March 31st, 2019. Um, I know by the time this episode comes out, everyone's like, well, we already know that. We've known that for like two weeks now. <sighs> It's all good. Some like I'm sure somebody out there hasn't heard. Man, I had not heard. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> oh, it looks it looks really awesome, and um, it actually has a tie-in um, with the Iron Man experience attraction too. That's so cool. I so love comic really books, awesome. so you know I'm there. Yeah, I I'm really looking forward to this attraction. So I'm definitely going to be trying to head up head up to Hong Kong. Or head down to Hong Kong. Yeah, they're south. They're south of Japan. So <laughs> head down to Hong Kong to check that out once it's open. Um, the ebook update, the update to our Tokyo Disney ebook, the 2019 update is now live. So if you've bought the book since I think December 21st, you would have got the updated version automatically. So no worries there. Um, and I sent out an email to everybody else who purchased this edition of the book previously. So with instructions on how to update your copy. So if you never got your email, check your spam filter because sometimes that does happen. So make sure you check that. Um, and if you don't have any of the emails, just shoot us an email, contact at Um, because maybe you're not on the mailing list for whatever reason, because I know a couple people weren't on our mailing list, and that's how I'm sending out um, these updates. So uh, just shoot us an email if you don't if you don't have that. We have, like, kind of a rumor. I heard, I've been hearing rumors. Have you been hearing rumors? I've been hearing rumors. <laughs> um, oh, wait, wait, before we get to the rumor, we have one more oh. news. What's that? Mickey's voice changed. What is puberty? I mean, it happens as you get older. <laughs> oh, he is ninety now. Yeah, had to happen at some point. Well, it started at Disney Sea mm-hmm. with the Disney Sea's New Year's greeting, but not at Disneyland. So I was at Disneyland, and I'm like, Mickey sounds the same. <laughs> oh, but at Disney Sea, his voice is deeper. Weird. I, know. I didn't notice that. And I was at, I, I watched both. Yeah, yeah, it's a little hmm. deeper now. Oh, <laughs> interesting. So if you want, check it out. <laughs> Listen to Mickey's voice on uh, on the videos out there, or if you're in the parks in person, and, and tell us what you think. I, I mean, oh, it's, it sounds a little low, and I mean, but also it just, you know, new Mickey's voice just started, so I think he's gonna get into his groove. You know, uh, a little, a little too deep for me but i think it'll 
it'll adjust and we'll get used to it like minnie's voice i i love it i love her new voice i love her old voice and i think mickey's voice will grow on me too yeah it'll become i guess old hat eventually i think so and and i think he'll like really get like the the voice actor will really get into it as as he does it more and more you know or she mm. he she i don't know doesn't matter they they <laughs> whoever it is we don't know <laughs> um Rumors. Oh, the rumor, the rumor <laughs> thing, the rumor thing that we're talking about. So speaking um, of Mickey and Minnie, um, maybe other characters. I don't know. Uh, new faces. Yeah, there's a rumor going out maybe. about that. Or okay, so I have two theories. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the rumor is that we might be getting the new Mickey and Minnie faces, right? Right. Because in the Easter artwork, they have the new faces. Minnie's not wearing her her makeup and, and eyeliner. Um, uh, Mickey's face looks like the new Mickey face. So there's one, I have I have two theories. One, maybe we're getting the new faces. Or two, because this artwork is for Disney Sea's Easter, and it does not look like Disney Sea at all. It looks like a Disneyland park. Uh, two, maybe it was not specifically designed for Disney Sea, but they just ended up using the design for another park. So one of those yeah. two things. Because it totally does not look like a Disney Sea design at all. It looks like a Disneyland no, design. No, it doesn't. It's a very, it's very odd, mm-hmm. isn't it? Yeah, people it's are like very... talking, like, "What is this? What happened to the separation of Disneyland and Disney Sea?" It's like it's basically all Disneyland now. Yeah, I don't know why they're doing that. I don't know. Kids like Disneyland, <laughs> so let's make Disney Sea Disneyland too. Uh, no. Let's not. I know. I know. I know. I know. We'll see. Well, whatever. But so that's that's my theory. Hmm. But yeah, I, I've heard rumors too of it's going to be coming in 2020 is when the be. new faces are going to start here. Mm-hmm. I guess, would they be doing that? Because everyone's going to be distracted by the new Beauty and the Beast stuff that no one will be as upset? I mean, I think at the end <laughs> of the know. day... The Disney fans will be like, oh, Mickey, Minnie, Kawaii, anyway. So I don't think anybody will really, yeah, you know. Because, like, it seems like it's a good way to debut the debut it, be, uh, the new faces, because Minnie is going to have her first, like, dedicated greeting space. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it would be smart. Yeah. So, you know, my guess is that's probably what they're going to do. I don't know. It would make sense. Yeah. It's coming eventually. So, like, it's it's inevitable. It's going to happen. Not much we can do about it. Regardless if we like it or not. But, yeah, oh well. Um, oh, one thing. This is Disney related, but not Tokyo Disney related. Oh. Um, because this is kind of big news, um, especially for those video game people out there. As we know, Kingdom Hearts 3 is coming out, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, end of January here. Well, there is a Kingdom Hearts event happening at the Tokyo Sky Tree. Oh, my gosh. I did not know that. It's called Tower of Radiance and Shadow, Tokyo Sky Tree. And it's on from, it's already on. It's on um, January 8th through March 5th at the Tokyo Sky Tree. And so there's like different photo spots um, throughout the Sky Tree on different levels. And in the Sky Tree as well, like you, you know, the part where you got to pay to go up, mm-hmm. um, there's like special decorations. 
And there's like a special little show that happens at certain times. And then, of course, they have a copious amount of merchandise. Yes. And and they always have a special menu, too. Yeah. Um, I don't see anything about a special menu. What they have? I don't know. They have something. Um, so, yeah, if you're a big Kingdom Hearts fan and heading to the Sky Tree, then make sure you check it out. And they're going to have like... Not like it's not just gonna be generic Kingdom Hearts merchandise. There's some stuff here that's specific that says like Tokyo Sky Tree on it with Kingdom Hearts. So, like that stuff is gonna be once it's gone, you're you're not gonna find you're not gonna see it ever again. No, yeah, I love it. I love the Sky Tree collaboration merch. It's it's the best. Yeah, so make sure you go and check that out. Sky Tree is pretty easy to get to from Tokyo Disney Resort anyway. Yeah, because we have a direct bus. Yep. You can just take the bus. Don't even have to take the metro Don't or anything. Don't have to switch. I mean, you, and take you the can bus. take the metro. You could take the metro, but you got to switch trains like three times, I think. And it's a pain in the butt. So just take the bus. Trust me. Because that's we, we leave from the same train line. And it's a pain in the butt. Especially like at the end of the day when it's crowded. Don't do it, you guys. Yeah. Don't want to deal with that. But when does the game come out again? Uh, January 25th. Oh, man very soon so this has been this is a game that everyone's been waiting for for years it's gonna be the first time i think my son's played a kingdom hearts game well he wasn't even born when the first one came out he wasn't no (laughs) he wasn't he didn't exist so it's interesting to see how the new generation is going to react to it so funny story about uh, kingdom hearts Mm -hmm. kingdom hearts i wanted it so bad when it came out Mm mm-hmm and there was, um, if memory serves me correct, um, there was actually, I think, months uh, delay between the Japanese release and the English release. So I went through the painstaking process of buying a Japanese PlayStation <gasps> 2 and importing the game. I bought it all on eBay, I remember. That's amazing. Just so I can play it. And I remember I had no idea what I was doing because at that time I couldn't read any Japanese or anything. I had zero idea what I was doing. YouTube didn't exist at the time, so yeah. I couldn't even, like, watch people play it. So that was, like, my introduction into, like, the Kingdom Hearts stuff. That's dedication. I know. I was crazy back then. Well, I'm still crazy now, so, you know, nothing's changed. But did you enjoy it? <laughs> did you enjoy it in the end? Oh, I loved it. And I'm, I'm, I've been slowly playing through it again when I make time for it. That's so cool. Which has been pretty hard to do lately, but hey. There was, I had to go get a souvenir for somebody at the Animate store in Akihabara. And they had a Kingdom Hearts section, like an entire section right now. I think it's limited time. Yeah, they usually have, like, they usually have, like, a small section of Kingdom Hearts stuff that's just kind of always there. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I'd imagine they're ramping it up, right? Yeah, so you're going to start to see more and more pop-up shops, um, events happening. Skytree is a big one. Skytree is going to have some really nice merch. Um, that's um, really great. The So there's the Square Enix Cafe mm-hmm. um, in Akihabara. I haven't seen anything announced yet, but um, right now they're doing Dragon Quest. Right. My guess is... Because they usually don't announce when the next collab- what the next collaboration is until like a week before it starts. <sighs> My guess is they'll probably do... Kingdom Hearts? They must, it right? Sense. It would make sense. Yeah. Um, last I checked, I didn't see anything. So, It's got to be coming up. 
For sure. Yes. So it kind of makes up for the fact that there's no Kingdom Hearts presence in the parks here, which as cool as it would be, they just don't do it. Yeah. My guess is probably copyright issues and stuff. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But the game is made in Japan, so there's tons of stuff here to to do outside the park in terms of Kingdom Hearts. So Um, another place to look is Yodobashi Camera. Yes. The big electronics store. Um, There's always, there's usually like where the video game section is, there's usually like a merchandise section too. And they have a bunch of different video games and stuff. So, all right, well, we can probably talk about that forever. And we probably shouldn't because we have Shanghai to talk about. (laughs) Let's get to Shanghai. Okay. I want to hear this story. Okay. Um, But we should probably start at the beginning. The whole Shanghai stuff. The whole Shanghai stuff. So you okay. were there for Christmas. Yes, I was there for Christmas. My second time in Shanghai for Christmas, so it was nice. The reason why I did it that way uh-huh. was um, I was going down to Australia for Christmas, and it worked out the flights were the same price if I just flew directly from Japan to Australia. Mm-hmm. Uh it was the same price to fly, do a layover or like a stopover in Shanghai for three nights. Right, right. Or sorry, two nights and then go down to Australia. It was the same price. Right. I think like give or take, you know, twenty, thirty dollars or something like that, but essentially the same price. Mm-hmm. So I thought, well, why not? May as well. Go, man. Yeah. Enjoy. <laughs> oh, and I I recorded a video on how to travel from Japan to Shanghai and then get to Disneyland. Cool. From the how to get to the how to get to Disneyland from the airport because let me tell you <laughs> let me tell you about the Shanghai airport oh it's like it's like how do I explain it's, the airport it's pretty wild like my son will never forget my son still to this day he's like mommy people were fighting with the police and I'm like yeah I remember it's like the wild west it's the wild west the it, is, it is like the wild west yeah the Wild East, I guess. I don't know. Sure. This, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I, I, I want to talk about this before we talk about Shanghai Disneyland. Well, kind of you had about adventures all over the place. You had adventures at the airport. You had adventures coming home. So, yes, let's talk about the transportation adventure you had. <laughs> okay. So, um, I had... I, I don't remember where I saw this. It might have been Twitter or something. So, if the person that I'm mentioning is listening, please let me know. I, 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 obviously, I, I don't remember. Sorry. Um, but someone tweeted at me a while back saying the shuttles that I recommend taking to Shanghai Disneyland, like the hotels, um, don't go there anymore. So I wanted to double check myself because, um, you know, it's always good to com- um, confirm. Um, so, well, long story short, yes, the shuttles don't go there anymore. So... Don't worry about that. Um, but probably the bigger thing is, uh, <laughs> oh my goodness. So Shanghai is notorious for taxi scams. And it's not just, you know, you go to the side of the road, you get into a taxi, they overcharge you. No, 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 no. They're much more aggressive than that. <laughs> as soon as you get out from arrivals, you're probably going to have four people ask you if you need a taxi. The biggest thing, do not go with any of them. Don't follow. Absolutely don't follow them. Don't go anywhere. Like, just don't acknowledge them. Ignore them completely. Um, so as I was walking towards the shuttle desk, 
because um, I knew exactly where it was. I knew I knew where I needed to go. As I was going there, there was a woman. So there was an employee behind the counter. Then there was someone in front of the counter. The person in front of the counter was wearing pretty much the same outfit or like uniform as the person behind the counter. Like it wasn't exact, but it was close enough. And the woman saw me and she walks up to me and asks where I'm going. And I said, oh, I just want to talk to the woman at the um, at the shuttle desk because I want to ask. I'm going to Disneyland. And she's like, OK, well, the shuttles don't go to Disneyland. And I thought, OK. And then she says to me, um, you need to take a taxi. Come with me and I'll get you a taxi. And I knew right away this was a scam. Like, I knew you're like, you don't go with these people. But I thought, you know what? I'm going to go with her just to see what happens because I, I like I always ignore them. Right. But I don't actually know what happens, if that makes sense. Because I, I, I want to talk about it. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I said, OK, fine. So I start following her and we walk like almost to the opposite side of the arrivals area. And like we walk past the Starbucks, we walk past the McDonald's, we walk past some other restaurant. And then we got to this counter and there was employees behind the counter. Uh, I think they were selling SIM cards and Wi-Fi devices or something. And there was this guy wearing the same outfit as her standing in front of the counter. And they start talking to each other. They're speaking Mandarin, of course. So I don't know what they're saying exactly. And then he asked me in English. Like, his English was almost flawless. Like, it was really good. And he he just asked me, like, where are you going? And I said, oh, I'm going to the Shanghai Disneyland Hotel. I was lying. I wasn't going there. Um, and he said, okay, I'm going to call my friend and I'll get you a taxi. And I thought, okay, why are you calling your friend? That's a bit <laughs> That's a bit dodgy right there, too. Um, so he gets on the phone, you know, they say a bunch of stuff again, Mandarin. I don't know what's being said. And then he says, okay, my friend's coming to pick you up in 10 minutes. It's going to cost you 400 won. 400 won is equivalent to about 70 to $80 roughly, which is nowhere near what it actually costs. Mm-hmm. Uh, a, a taxi ride from the airport to, to roughly to any of the Disney hotels is about twenty dollars, twenty five dollars. Right. Like it's not that much. Like I've done this enough. I know what the price is, like what it should be roughly. And I said okay. And then at that point, like I want to bail out because I'm not actually going to do this, right? So I told the guy, okay, I need to get my friend. He should be coming out anytime. I'll come back. And he's like, okay. And obviously I didn't go back. Um, so I walk away and I walk to the arrival, like back to the like arrivals gate area, just to, in case they were watching me for whatever reason. Um, they weren't. So <laughs> I turn around and I can't remember where I was going. I was going, I was going to go somewhere else. I might have been going to Starbucks to get something, I think. Uh, whatever. Not important. The same woman that approached me the first time approaches me again, and she talks to me like she's never seen me before. <laughs> she's like, do you need a taxi? Do you need a SIM card? Do you need a Wi-Fi device? I just looked at her, and I said no. And I, I was thinking in the back of my head, like, you, you just talked to me five minutes ago. Do you not remember? <laughs> like, I just It was just the weirdest thing. 
And then this other woman approaches me and she like has her name badge. Like it was on her, her left side. And she kind of like grabs it and like kind of, you know, to kind of point out that she has a name tag. (laughs) And she says to me, I work here. Um, Do you need a taxi? (laughs) I just thought the fact that you have to tell me you work here tells me you don't. It's so wild, man. I'm just like, no, I don't need a taxi. And she's like, okay. And she left me alone. So I guess the biggest thing like with this, like, you know, I'm, it it sounds a little off putting. If you just ignore them, they'll leave you alone. Just give a firm no and just leave it at that. They'll leave you alone. Yeah. Um, so the shuttle that I did take before used to take, doesn't go to the Disney hotels anymore. So that's a fact. I asked, like, I, I, I eventually, asked, I got to the counter <laughs> eventually, and I asked the woman about three or four times um, if they went there because she didn't quite get what I wanted. So then I just kept rewording things until I got an answer. Mm-hmm. So um, there's an actual taxi stand that is below, like, it's down one level, and those are legitimate taxis. Um, there's signage everywhere in English and all that. So you just go in one of those taxis and have your hotel address in Mandarin. Make sure you like that. That's the key thing is having it in Mandarin because the likelihood of your taxi driver speaking English is pretty low. Um, and also too, you can tell that it's official, like, in, like, well, official in air quotes or whatever. Um, the fact that the guards are standing out there and they all have like rifles or whatever. So, you know, it's, not a place where there's going to be um, scams going on. Yeah. You'd hope. Um, so I took a taxi and it was fine. It cost me about 150 Chinese won. I, I, I stayed at the Courtyard Marriott, which I think I've mentioned before in the podcast. Um, so that's where I went. And it cost me yeah about 150, which is about 20 some dollars. So it's really not. It's like you shouldn't be paying 70 to 80 dollars. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Insane. And someone else, uh, I, I can't remember exactly what happened, but someone else tried to get me to, oh, I know what happened. I went to the the shuttle and the woman told me, no, they don't go there anymore. But then she said something weird about um, there's a shuttle downstairs that goes there, which I thought was kind of weird. <laughs> so I went down there. And it was the exact same shuttle company. And I asked them, like, do you go there? And they're like, yeah, we do. I'm like, okay, well, how much is it going to cost me? Oh, my God. She co- she quoted me, like, four or 500. Wow. R&B. I'm like, what are you people doing? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Wait, I'm so like, did no, the, I'm not... the legitimate counter sent you to a scam <laughs> like, just, place? Uh, I was like, uh, forget it. I'm taking a taxi. <laughs> like, forget this. Uh, oh, my God stressful it's so stressful that's like the only way i can just it's like this incredible stress i'm having flashbacks again but now that everyone knows what to expect uh you kind of know what to do (laughs) um you can also avoid all that too if you want you can just take the metro you can do that too Mm -hmm. and just bypass all of that stuff it just takes a quite a bit longer, like an hour, because you have to like transfer three times. Yeah, it's not hard. It just takes a while. The metro is pretty nice too. Yeah, it is. There's no scams on there. There's not. That's the best part. There's... Well, there might be people trying to sell you fake merchandise on the train, but hey, <laughs> if you want to buy it from someone on the train that's selling you mini ears, 
at nine in the morning, whatever. You know, on the train, <laughs> in the parks, whatever. It's fine. Yeah. You know. <laughs> um, so okay, I, I stay at the courtyard in Marriott, right? Second time staying there. I highly recommend this hotel. If you don't want to splurge on a Disney hotel, the Marriott is pretty good. Very modern. Um, and it's right by Disney. They have a free shuttle to and from the park. So that's super easy. It leaves every half an hour. And um, their staff is really good. Um, every time I came back to the hotel, there was someone um, who was legit, <laughs> was there. And they would ask me if I needed anything or if I was carrying bags. They would carry the bags for me. Um, and they do have a free shuttle to the airport. Nice. So, um, but with that, you have to book it in ahead of time. So just let them know when you want to leave. Mm-hmm. Um, I couldn't quite figure out because they, they say they have a shuttle from the airport to um, the hotel. But you have to do that in advance. I don't know how you do that. Like I wasn't, I, I didn't know how to do that because I was flying internationally, right? Right. So there's a way to do that. I don't know how. <laughs> I have a question about the shuttles. So, like, what are the running times? Do they run after the park is closed? Like, what hour do they operate until? Uh, it operates an hour and a half after the park closes, I think. Nice. Yeah. So the park closes at 8. It runs till about 9.30. Beautiful. 9.15, 9.30, somewhere around there. So, it, yeah, it's a really it's a really nice hotel. Very modern. Um, the surrounding area is not exactly nice, but... You're not there for the scenery. Mm-hmm. You're there for Disneyland. <laughs> um, I wouldn't recommend staying at that hotel if you're planning to do anything after Disney because it's so far out of the city center. Mm-hmm. You're best switching to a different hotel if you're doing that. So, okay, let's actually talk about Disneyland. Yeah. <laughs> I felt like I talked so much about the scamming. <laughs> <laughs> um, the crowds were not high at all. And I went on a Friday, Thursday or Friday. So what are we? On. What are we looking at in ter- like when when we say crowds are not high, like what are we looking at in terms of like lines for attractions, line for re- lines for restaurants, um, for shows? Tron was about the most I saw was thirty to forty minutes. That's not bad. And Peter Pan was uh, roughly the same. Are we talking? Okay, so are we talking thirty or forty minutes? Like not counting line cutters or including the (laughs) possibility uh, of line cutters. um, I don't think there was any line cutters because the the park was really not busy. It was just too cold. Um, Well, Soren, the highest I saw the wait time for Soren was maybe twenty minutes. Nice. So you can kind of gauge by looking at Soren. Okay. Because Soren usually has a pretty high wait. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So if it's low, you know that the park is pretty slow. So that's really nice. Um, this was um, second week of December is when I was there. That's so a good time to nice. go. How was the weather? Mm-hmm. Um, the evening was chilly. Um, probably about four or five degrees Celsius. Okay. Okay. In the evening. But it's winter, you know. Yeah. And it's a little humid too. So it kind of, it's really chilly in the evening. Mm-hmm. What, what about for shows? Was it like really crazy to get into shows or was it very comfortable? It was comfortable. It was good. Nice. Um, they pretty much did the same shows. Like the Christmas entertainment was the same as last year. They just kind of updated it a little bit. 
Um, like they have a nice swing show um, during the day. I think they do it twice. I think mm-hmm. and it's like it's right in Mickey Avenue. There's like the the middle part in Mickey Avenue with the trees. Um, they do it there because it's kind of like a a stage a little bit, right? So you know, they they do that. Um, at the end of the night, though, they added something really nice. They make it snow on Mickey Avenue, which is really nice. Oh, how pretty! And they utilized um, the big archway. You know, when you when you walk under mm-hmm. the archway into Mickey Avenue, right? So at the end of the night, if you're when you're walking out, Mickey Minnie are up top. And the, there's some characters down at the bottom, and they do projection mapping and stuff. And there's like a little show, and then they make it. Then Mickey says a bunch of stuff. It's all Mandarin. Don't know what's going on, um, but then Mickey does some like stuff, and then it starts snowing, and they leave the snow for a while. But that's a nice little good night, isn't it? Yeah, it was really nice. I really, I really enjoyed that. So most of the. Or I shouldn't say most. All the Christmas stuff is kind of in Mickey Avenue, mm-hmm. like decorations and stuff. Throughout the rest of the park, there's nothing. It's just business as usual. Um, but the character greetings were the most popular. Yeah. Because all the character greetings on Mickey Avenue, everyone was dressed in Christmas outfits. Oh, beautiful. Which are unique to Shanghai Disneyland. You can't find them anywhere else. Oh, my gosh. And oddly enough... Do you want to know who the most popular line was? Or like the longest line? The most line? popular line. Um, Guess. Mm-hmm. Um, so, okay. So uh, just guess. to kind of help you a little bit. So they have all the, the, like, the classic characters, Mickey, Minnie, Chip and Dale, Goofy, Donald, Daisy, Pluto. But then they also have Duffy and Friends. So there's Shelly Mae, Stella Lou, Gelatoni, and Duffy. Okay. Is it, is it Goofy? Nope. No. Give me another give hint. Two more guesses. Okay. I'll give you two more guesses. Um, Donald. Nope. Shelly Mae? Nope. I give up. Chip and Dale. Chip and Dale. Oh, because Chip and Dale are so cute. Chip and Dale. <laughs> I was talking to friends Why? that live in Shanghai, and they said Chip and Dale are the most popular characters there. Interesting. Which is really neat to, to, to think about because here it's Mickey and Minnie, or like mostly Mickey. Mickey and Minnie. But for the young people, Chip and Dale is really hot. Yeah. So, so interesting. Shanghai, it's, yeah, it's it's Chippendale. They love Chippendale. And Mickey and Minnie's line wasn't that bad. It was Chippendale. Chippen, like, they, they would cut off the line. Could you Did you find out why? Like, why are they so popular? Is it, like, something they represent or? I think just because they're silly. Okay, okay. Like, their sense I of guess humor. That, yeah, like, it's kind of like, almost like slapstick humor. So, you mm-hmm. don't really, there's no cultural, like, there's no language barrier, I guess. I see. Okay. Whereas, like, Mickey and Minnie are kind of, like, more elegant mm-hmm, mm-hmm. character. Same with Donald and Daisy. Yeah. Um, Pluto's Pluto. Pluto's a dog. Pluto's <laughs> always cute, right? Yeah. Um, Goofy was dressed up as Santa, so he was Santa Goofy. Yeah. And then um, they paired up Duffy and Gelatoni together, and then Celalou and Shelly May. Very cute. Those had longer lines, too. But um, so they do all of it in Mickey Avenue. So all the characters are on Mickey Avenue. Duffy and um, Gelatoni are a little further down um, beside the Mickey and Friends uh, restaurant. I can't remember the name off the top of my head. But they're they're kind of further down a little bit. But they do it from opening until late afternoon when the sun sets. Mm-hmm. And they just kind of keep rotating them. 
So sometimes some of them will be out, some of them won't be out. Because it kind of depends on what other shows are happening in the park at the time. Right. Because, you know, you can't have Chip and Dale doing a meet and greet on Mickey Avenue and then have them go by on the parade. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, that would be terrible. So um, they're very mindful of that. So the characters do swap out if there's like a show happening nearby. Mm-hmm. So um, just it, you kind of have to make it a priority to do the character greetings because they, they cut the lines off because they can't have really long lines just because there's no space. Right. So, but we did a few of them. We did Pluto, uh, Mickey and Minnie, Chip and Dale. I think that's all we got. We were able to get to not bad and you got to do chip and dale the most popular meet and greet which is pretty awesome yes that was my favorite right were you wearing your, like your the... chip and dale like stuff no i didn't have it with me no. unfortunately mainly because i was traveling down to australia and mm-hmm. i didn't want to have like too much winter stuff with me no i understand for sure because i was going down because it's summer in australia <laughs> right so i was going from seven degree weather to 37 degree weather so wow yeah I, I I packed very minimal winter stuff, so I didn't have to carry too much with me. But, um, oh, the food. Was the there, food. like, Christmassy food? Kind of. Um, it was mostly at the bakery, the Remy's Bakery. Mm-hmm. That's kind of where they had it. Most of, like, the Christmas. It was mostly Christmas-themed pastries is really what it was. So they didn't really have too much for Christmas. Um, they had a couple like things at the Il Postino, the waffle and ice cream place. Okay. They had like, it was, it was Christmas quote unquote, but it was mainly just, oh, here's ice cream and waffles. And we put Christmas strawberry sauce on it. Okay. Like a seasonal menu thing going on. Kind of like kind of bare minimum, I guess, (laughs) but I guess it's seasonal, I guess, you know, whatever. Um, we're just kind of spoiled in Tokyo, I, I'd, I'd say. It's true, <laughs> when yeah. When it comes to that. And I mean, so, like, Christmas is still very new at Shanghai Disneyland. So, I mean, I, I'm sure, like, as it goes on, it'll creep more and more and more, yeah. <laughs> you know? Oh, speaking of food, okay, this is not Christmas related, but um, the Mickey Cafe, Mickey and Pal's Cafe, whatever. Uh-huh. Um, I guess they changed their menu a lot. So last time I ate there, they had, um, I had like some like chicken and rice dish, which was really tasty. Mm-hmm. We went there again. It was gone. And I was looking at some of the food. And uh, you want to know what they had on the menu? Chicken and waffles? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> I, I, can't, I, I don't know. <laughs> um. I'm trying to think of a joke, but it's not coming to me. Um, they had they had deep fried frog legs. Oh, okay, that's not frog legs are yummy, man. I've never had that. It's just weird for me to see like on the menu, just right there, like those are frog legs. But All right, that's so interesting to see at a Disney park because do the I don't think any of the other Disney parks have frog legs. I don't. I don't think so. The frog legs the are pretty pl- yummy. I've never had it. Did you try it? You should have tried it. I'll give it a try if they still have it. Oh my, what am I getting myself into? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. The thought of just eating frog legs is just so baffling to me. Um, Oh, I have another funny story. So, you know, 
especially those that have been to Japan, um, everything's very orderly with the queuing. And being Canadian on top of that, we're very polite, right? Mm -hmm. So I kind of, I have that going for me, right? Right, right. (laughs) So I ordered my food and um, I ordered my food and I had to pick it up like, like you order at one spot and then you pick it up like just down the line a little bit. It's kind of like cafeteria style a little bit. Sure. And um, they're kind of backed up on the food. And so people start crowding around oh, no. like the area. Yeah. But everyone was speaking Mandarin, even the cast members. So I didn't know when my food came up. I was just kind of standing there like like people were going in front of me. People were behind me. I'm like, I don't know where my food is. I don't see it. And then my one friend who was watching me, she comes up to me and she says, you're too polite. And she kind of like pushes some people out of the way, sees my food, picks it up and walks away. She's like, you just have to grab it. I'm like, okay. Oh my God. I, I see you and I are kind of the same with this. I can't do that. You know, I'm really, I'm not an aggressive person. No, I'm not either. Um, but my friend, she did it and she's like, you just have to grab it. People aren't going to get mad at you. It's just how you do it. I'm like, okay, okay. lesson learned. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, I'm just so used to Japan, right? Yeah. So it's just like such a, it's such a stark difference, <laughs> but it, it was fine. It was a good learning experience. And, um, I ended up buying a Donald Duck cup somehow like an, it, it was only a dollar. Like it worked out to a dollar add on to my meal but the 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 cast member she was really excited and she was really like upbeat and everything mm-hmm. but she spoke to me in mandarin and she i looked at her like okay <laughs> like you know that you know you know that smile on your face you're like i don't know what you're asking of me and she was like pointing at stuff and then pointing at this cup and i was just like the only thing i i got from her was she said 10 won mm-hmm. in, in mandarin i was like okay like, I didn't know what I agreed with. I was just like, okay, fine, whatever, give it to me. And it was just like this little Donald Duck cup thing. I don't know. I, I like, that's something I really like about Shanghai Disneyland is those little add-ons that they have at the restaurants. They're really decently priced and they're really nice little extras that you can buy. Yeah, it was a dollar. It's like, ridiculous. How, that doesn't, like, that would be like $10 in America. It's kind of like, how can you say no? <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, I was like, okay, cool. Whatever, sure. Um, I don't remember what I ate. I had something. I don't know. I was just like, like I was so distracted by the frog legs. And then I was distracted by like, I'm supposed to push through to get my food. It's just like, and then buying this cup. <laughs> I don't even remember what I ate anymore. Uh, but it was, it was good. It was fine. Um, but speaking of cast members. So I. Being having been to Shanghai multiple times now, I think I've been about six times now. The cast members keep getting better every time I go, which is really nice. Awesome. Um, like I said, the one that was speaking to me in Mandarin, she was really upbeat and friendly, even though I had no idea what she was saying. Um, she was just like, she just, she just had it. If that makes sense, uh-huh. she just like you can tell they're 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 training the cast members the way they should be trained to work at a Disney park. So it just, it just made me really happy to see that. And the cast members are like smiling and waving and like going out of their way to help you and uh, things like that. Um, and some of the cast members who speak English will come up to you and they'll just like talk about, 
I had one cast member talk to me about like Shelly Mae and Duffy because they saw me going through some of the stuff. Like, oh, she's so cute, isn't she? And I'm like, oh, yeah, she is. And another cast member um, saw me looking at a blanket and she comes up to me. She's like, I love Gelatoni. Do you love Gelatoni? I'm like, oh, I love Gelatoni. She's like, oh, yeah, he's my favorite. (laughs) You know, it's just like it's like those little interactions make all the difference. They really really do. Yeah. So, like, for the, you know, the amount that, you know, the stuff that we talked about before. <laughs> the thing is, at the end um, of the day, it's it's a really interesting park because, like, you're under, like, a tremendous amount of stress. I mean, the Christmas sounds very unstressful, though. So Christmas sounds like one of the much better times to go. But then at the, mm-hmm. at the same time, you're also having a really good time. So it's, like, really difficult to talk about because it's a really, at the end of the day, it's a really fun experience. But it's also a really stressful experience. Yeah, if you can kind of get through that and just know there's some, like, it, it's worth it. It really is. And it's one of those things where it, it kind of gives you a good story. You'll come out with so many stories. Like, everyone's going to want to hear about your stories from Shanghai. <laughs> you know, it, it's just, it's, you know, after it's all said and done, you're like, you know, that was fun. I'm going to remember this for the rest of my life. It's an adventure. <laughs> it really is. Um we were talking about this before, uh, before the podcast, but so when I was waiting in line for Chip and Dale, so this kind of goes to, um, alludes to, um, I think the Japanese are kind of having some sort of influence on the guests in Shanghai Disneyland. Because I've noticed more and more, um, especially with this trip, a lot of people are dressing up like Disney. Mm-hmm. Like they're, I saw couples wearing Mickey mini ears. I've seen um, other guests like dress up like kind of Disney bound a little bit or like they have stuff that they clearly bought from Shanghai, but also from Tokyo Disney, mm-hmm. just like uh, of their favorite character. And the one um, the one that stuck out stuck out the most to me was this woman who was probably about two or three people ahead of me in line waiting for Chippendale. But Chippendale had to go be in the parade. So um, the parade was going by the Mickey's Storybook Express. Um, but we like we were waiting in the line because they were going to be back after they were done the parade. That's what the cast members told us. So we we're waiting, and this woman was waiting as well. And she had all this Chip and Dale gear on, and she was just patient, patiently waiting with her friends. And then the end of the parade was coming, um, and Duffy and Shelley May are on the back of the the caboose mm-hmm. in the Mickey's Storybook Express parade, and as they were coming by. This woman, she got so excited. Like, just all of a sudden, she was just, like, really giddy. And she was saying a bunch of stuff in Mandarin. Again, I don't know what she was saying. But she grabbed the Shelly Mae out of her bag. And she said something to her friends, probably to, along the lines of, like, hold my spot. And she goes under the rope and, like, runs to, like, the parade route. And she's holding up her Shelly Mae and she's like making her doll like dance and like wave and everything as Shelly Mae goes by on the back of this of the parade float. Uh, and like that just made me so happy to see. Yeah. I, and, you know, we were talking about this a little bit before, but like it's so interesting to see how each, you know, each Disney park around the world has this like little like park culture, like cultural thing, like whether it's California or Paris or Orlando or Japan and it's kind of nice to see like Shanghai Disneyland as a park like kind of like the the park goers creating their own park culture I think that's really neat 
to observe and, and you've seen it from the beginning how it's changed over time that's really cool yeah just like it just it just made me really happy just to see that yeah sure and like you know at the end of the day it's disney and everyone loves it yeah yeah definitely and Shanghai has their their own way of showing it. <laughs> <laughs> Even if sometimes we don't agree with it or we think it's weird, like frog legs on the menu. I like I like frog legs. Fro- okay, try, get yourself some frog legs, Chris, because frog legs are super yummy. Where can I get frog legs I bet from? you there's some in Tokyo somewhere. Oh, probably. We're going to find it. We're going to find you some like, frog legs. <laughs> like, we can go to the grocery store and find chocolate-covered grasshoppers. I'm sure we, there's, I'm sure there's... <laughs> frog legs somewhere that's that's not the first thing i think of to eat okay it's at a disney park it's really interesting it, it was the weirdest thing i'm like okay those are frog legs in a meal combo i can get it with my donald my donald duck cup <laughs> donald will be happy you chose frog over bird that's true well there I don't think it was at that restaurant, but I think at one of the other restaurants, there's duck on the menu. There better be duck, because duck is so delicious. <laughs> duck is very delicious, yes. Um, <clears throat> oh, this is like kind of a minor thing, but funny at the same time. Again, it kind of goes to, I've been to the park so many times, Just to, it's just interesting to see what changes. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so when the park first opened, if you want to ride Tron you put your stuff in a locker outside the attraction. That was such a big cluster it and a half. It was an ordeal. <clears throat> yeah, it was, a, it was just confusing is what it was. Um, and, you know, for, especially for people who've never been to a theme park before or don't go very often, it's just confusing. So eventually they scrapped that and they just had bins, like, like big Tupperware or like uh, Tupperware? I don't know, whatever. Like these big roll, like almost big laundry bins, you know, like you see in the movies when someone like falls down the, the, the laundry chute and they go into a thing of towels. What? Like, like, a, like a big bin like that is what they had, what they started using where you just, everyone just puts their bags in it and they wheel it away. Okay. And then you get it back after you're done riding Tron. That's what they had the time before this when I went. Now they have like properly themed like trolleys that they bring up like before you get onto the ride and they have like nice little slots and they're themed to Tron. So you can put your stuff and not worry about you getting crushed because someone else put their stuff on top of yours. Okay. And then they, and then they wheel it away and then uh, your stuff is waiting for you when you get off the ride. All right. So it's just very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Cause that locker situation, man was not fun. No. Especially on busy days, it was not fun. Yeah, we were there on busy days. <laughs> no, not at all. Um, for the merchandise, they're a little slim on the Christmas merchandise. So, and I think a lot of it was stuff that was available in the American parks. Okay, I can see that. Yeah. Um, There's a couple of cute items. Like they had some um, Duffy and Friends merchandise which is which was exclusive for shanghai disneyland so that's probably the best part mm-hmm. was that stuff um anything with like mickey and minnie on it seemed like it was available at the american park so nothing too fancy right like there. disney parks brand yeah yeah fair enough they're, they're like all that stuff comes from china anyway so 
<laughs> it's true. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, and everything else was pretty. Like I, I only did one day at the park. That's all I had time for. It sounds like you um, did a lot, though. I kind of did. Um, oh, I guess the day before I did that, like I'll go over this really quickly. I went to the water town. Oh, finally. Yes. How was that? Um, once I finally found it, it was great. <laughs> I got there a little too late because I underestimated how long the train would take to get there. It takes a long time. From the resort, it's like two hours. Yeah. I did not realize that it was that long. Like I knew it was not going to be quick, but I didn't realize it was two hours. So it was like I spent four hours on the train. But you know what? It cost me like five dollars mm-hmm. round trip. It was like ridiculously cheap. But um, the water, the water town is cool. Um, it's like I think it's one of China's oldest like canal areas, city type thing. It's like on the outskirts of Shanghai. Um, so there's like little shops and restaurants and stuff. It, it's kind of like Venice, but in China, mm-hmm. sort of. It was really cool. Um, there was a Starbucks there. <laughs> really weird. But hey, it's China, whatever. So yeah, it was really nice. I'd like to go back so I can spend more time because by the time I got there, because again, I underestimated how long it would take me, a lot of stuff was closing. Yeah. Because it's all run like, you know, it's kind of like mom and pop shops for the most part. So a lot of stuff was closing by the time I got there. And it was also really cold and I also got lost. Oh, no. Well, because um, I made the mistake of relying on Google Maps. Mm-hmm. Um, like I, I used a SIM card that uh, a Hong Kong SIM card. So then it gets around the blocked websites and stuff. Right. But the thing is, Google Maps is slightly off. So, like, I was in the right area, but I was, like, 200 meters away. Like, on Google Maps, I was 200 meters different from where I was supposed to be. Oh, no. So, I, like, completely went, like, I didn't know where I was. I was like, I don't know where I am. There's absolutely nothing in English right now. Oh, boy. And there's wild dogs running by me. <laughs> <What is going laughs> <on? laughs> but but there was a KFC right there beside, like, I... I Leave it to me to find the KFC, right? <laughs> but, like, but, okay, so the wild dogs were, like, cute dogs. Aww. Like, they were, like, little, like, like, there was a poodle. There was a wild... Wait, there was a wild, a wild poodle? wild poodle? <laughs> <laughs> like, that's what? kind of amazing. <laughs> like, I look at my... That's a poodle. That's oh another God. poodle. Oh, that's a little... Like, there was a couple, like, you know... I don't even know what breed they were, but they were cute. I'm like, why is there a pack of cute dogs running around? I don't understand. It's just like the weirdest thing. But eventually I found the water town, so it's all good. Um, oh, and another thing that <laughs> China is such a wild place. I kind of love it. It's <laughs> like anything kind of goes. People just like don't care. It's kind of fun. Um, I was trying to cross the street. And the light went, like, the light was green for people to go, like, the way I was going. Mm -hmm. And I was going to walk, and, you know, I always look before I go. So I looked both ways, but no, cars kept going through the red light. And I'm like, what, like, how am I supposed to cross the street? So I sat there, and, like, the cars kept going through the red light. I'm like, okay. Oh, my God. Then the lights changed, so I couldn't go. So then the other cars were going, and I'm like... How am I supposed to cross the streets? <laughs> and then 
The lights changed again, and there was this guy on the other side, but cars were going through again. The guy just starts walking, and the car stopped for him. I'm like, okay, I guess I have to do that. So I like... Oh my god, Chris, don't die. (laughs) So I kind of like slowly started walking across, and cars were stopping for me. I'm like, I guess this is what I'm supposed to do. But but then it gets worse. Well, I shouldn't say it gets worse. The funny thing was I crossed the street and then I realized I didn't have to cross the street. I was going the wrong way. No. And I turned around. I'm like, I have to go across the street again. <laughs> They're like, this foreigner has a death wish. <laughs> so He's then just I, walking I, I, back I went, and forth. <laughs> I went across again and it was, I was fine. I was just like, oh my goodness, what a day. <laughs> So don't rely on Google Maps. Um, you have to rely on, I think it's called Baidu. Yeah. Baidu. Yeah. Um, I made the mistake of not downloading that ahead of time. Um, I learned my lesson. I'll do that next time. <laughs> oh, my gosh, Chris. Um, but um, and then um, after that, I was kind of like, you know, what? I'm kind of done with the the sightseeing stuff for today. <laughs> I've had an adventure. But, like, you know, I was by myself, too, so I had no one to blame but myself. Aww. Or, like, no one to rely on. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to go to the world's biggest Starbucks. So I went How is the world's the, um, biggest Starbucks? It's a, it's by the Bund. Well, it's a little further down from the Bund area, like a couple stations down. Mm-hmm. Um, it's gigantic Starbucks. It's huge. Did they have, like, like a They special... even roast the coffee beans in front of you. Oh, that's cool. And they have a bunch of, like, they have tons of merchandise. Um, I bought myself, I forgot to check the price. <laughs> so I bought myself, apparently, a genuine leather cup cozy that says Shanghai, Dis- or not Disneyland, Shanghai, Shanghai, Starbucks Shanghai Roastery or something like that. Cool. It cost me $60. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be careful. Some of that, um, the specialty Starbucks merch gets up there. I was like, oh. I didn't realize it was that much. And at that point, I was like, whatever. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to buy it. Whatever. I didn't really want to, but it's cool, I guess. And then I made it back to the the resort, no problem. Was there, like, a special menu at the Starbucks? Like, a special, like, Shanghai-only? Um, I didn't see any. There were so many options. It was kind of overwhelming. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they had different bars. That served different types of coffee. Uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. So you kind of had to know what you wanted. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, after running from a pack of cute dogs all day, <laughs> <laughs> wild dogs, I just, just, I wasn't really, I was like, whatever. Uh, so that was Shanghai Disneyland in Can, a nutshell. Okay. So what happened that you were worried that you couldn't leave? Okay. This is more my fault than it. Uh, sure. Sorry. I should say it was my fault. All right. So it was an issue with my visa to go to, to um, Australia. So as a Canadian, I don't know about other nationalities, but as a Canadian, I have to have a visa ahead of time before going to Australia, Okay. which I did. I filled it out. I did it on my phone. I went through the whole thing. And I got the confirmation and said, you know, you have a visa for Australia. I'm like, okay, great. Cool. Um, I flew from Shanghai to this small island. I think it's pronounced Haiku or Haiko, Haiku something. 
It's like a little island. Like a, it's a vacation destination, I guess, mm-hmm. for Russian people. <laughs> um, there was a lot of Russians there. It was very strange. I this whole trip was just a trip. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I anyway, I, I fly to this little airport, and um, I go to check into my next flight, which is flying from there to Sydney, Australia, and. Um, it, you know, the flight leaves in like an hour and a half or whatever. So I go to check in and the guy swipes my passport. He gets an error of some sort. I'm like, okay, whatever. It happens, right? Mm-hmm. Swipe it again. It'll work. Swipes it again. Nothing. Same thing. Swipes it again. Nothing. And at that point, I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> I'm like, I'm starting to get stressed. Right. Mm-hmm. And then. He goes and talks to someone, and they come over, and they're they're all speaking in Mandarin. So again, I don't know what's being said. And then they're talking amongst each other, and they someone else tries to swipe it, then he tries to swipe it, nothing. I'm like, okay. And then they take my passport and they leave. Oh. You know, when someone takes your passport and leaves, that's, that's <laughs> I always get really nervous right? or like uneasy. I'm like, don't take my passport because I need that. Just leave the passport here, please. So they, they went away for a little bit, and then they came back. And then the guy says to me, do you have a visa for Australia? And I said, yes. And he said, okay, well, our system says you don't have one, and you can't leave the country unless you have a visa. Yeah. I'm like, uh, okay. So I pull up, like, my email, and I show him. I'm like, this is my, like, this is the confirmation for the visa. Like, I've done this before, so it's nothing like, I knew what I was doing, so I thought. Um, and he's like, okay. And he writes down, like, the confirmation number of, like, the the visa or whatever. And then I was looking at my details. You know what I did? What did you do? I put my birth date in wrong. No. And at that point, I looked at it. I was like, oh, my goodness. So then I, like almost yelled at the guy. I'm like, I know what's wrong. I know what's wrong. I told him, I put my birth date in wrong somehow. And I don't know how I did that. I said, like, what do I do now? And like, I thought like I would have to buy another visa. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, the visa might not be instant. And like my flight is leaving in like not even half an hour. Uh, And so I was like, oh my goodness, I'm going to be stuck here. Right now, just thinking of the situation. So I'm like, I'm like, I'm going to be stuck here. And the thing is, the flight to Sydney only leaves twice a week from that place. Shut up. So, like, the next one wasn't for, like, three or four days or something. I'm like, oh, my goodness, I need to get on this flight. But thankfully, the guy said, it's fine. We can change it. So they went and they fixed it and everything and got on my flight. And I was just like, oh. Oh, my God. You must have been so relieved to get on that plane. Well, and the best thing about it, too, um, was, um, oh, I flew Heinen Airlines, which is actually really good. Mm -hmm. Um, There was, like, next to nobody on the flight. Awesome. So I got a whole, I got the whole middle row to myself. All four seats. So I slept for, like, six hours (laughs) on that flight. I don't really remember the flight at all. I remember eating, maybe watching a couple TV shows, and then just sleeping. It was the best nine-hour flight I've ever had in my life. Awesome. Because I slept for most of it. So there you go. 
So that that was that was Shanghai and China. What a, mainland China. What a trip, man! Wild poodles. <laughs> Wild poodles. <laughs> what is you know? That's the best part. Like that's know. the best part of your story for me is the wild the wild poodles. I just remember looking. I'm like, why? <laughs> Like you're a cute wild poodle. <laughs> like they're just traveling. Like there's you know two of them, I think, two of them, and then some other dogs. They're just like kind of running around in packs, like peeing on stuff and whatever. <laughs> running like there was like, I was I was in like a shopping area, and they were just like running around the shopping complex outside. It was just uh, <laughs> it, it was bizarre. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. It's amazing. <sighs> oh my goodness. Okay. Uh, let's talk about the listener question. This one's a little, little heavy, kind of. Um, I've been, uh, we were asked this a couple times is, um, should I worry about the political situation in China? So if you've been listening to the news, um, Canadians have been detained mm-hmm. from leaving China. Um, and... Obviously, like, you know, for me as a Canadian, that's, you know, unsettling. Um, But I did a little bit of research, a little bit. Um, It was like some um, political people that were detained. And a couple other people were, like, doing things they shouldn't have been doing in China. Like, I think one person was um, teaching without a visa. There's also, I I would be careful if you have dual nationality, because I think. Yes. Yeah, that I would, I would worry about. So I, I would follow yeah. the advisory from, you know, the embassy, and and I would not mess around if you have uh, dual nationality. Yeah. So I checked the um, travel advisories on both the American embassy and the Canadian embassy, and they both say it's fine. So you really don't have. I honestly, I don't think you have really much to worry about unless you are like a Chinese American or maybe Chinese Canadian. Um, you might want to do some more research into that. But for uh, most other people, if you're just going there on a vacation as a tourist, you're not really... I don't I don't foresee you having any issues. Um, just, you know, don't work. Don't work. <laughs> you know, don't do things you don't shouldn't be doing. Don't mention Winnie the Pooh and you should be fine, <laughs> I think. That might have been why. Because I, I, I rode <laughs> Winnie the Pooh and I tweeted it. I don't know. <laughs> Somebody changed my birth date on my visa. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but yeah, um, I guess it kind of goes to like when you're traveling to any country, it's always best to check if there's any travel advis- advisories before you book your trip and just keep an eye on that. Um, places like Japan, Hong Kong, you really don't have to worry. Nothing really happens right, right. in that sense. China, you might want to just kind of keep a, you know, an eye on it a little bit, but. Honestly, I probably I wouldn't worry about it. Um, in ha- happier things, uh, park tip. What's a park tip? Character greetings. So, as, as we mentioned, Chip and Dale are the most popular characters for greetings. So, if you want to do character greetings, do them first thing in the morning. Um, do them right after you're done um, doing your attractions in the morning, like Tron, Peter Pan. Pirates. After you're doing that, go come back and do the char- character greetings. Then that way there's less less of a wait. And just be mindful that they do cut off lines um, just for like certain like time 
Like, you know, when, when Mickey and Minnie come out, they're only out for, like, 20 minutes. Then they go and take a break. Um, so they, they might cut off the line, but then they'll let you back in the line later. Like, you know, half an hour later or something like that. It's it's a little confusing, but if you just kind of pay attention, you kind of see how it works. So it's really not that bad. Well, that's it for our first show of 2019. I'm so excited. Yeah, I'm so excited about this year <laughs> and having lots of Disney adventures. And <laughs> I know. All kinds of adventures in general. I wish my adventures involved wild poodles, though. <laughs> I feel like this is going to be a theme. I feel my life would be complete if that happened. You know? Wild poodles. Oh, See what I mean? China leaves you with really interesting stories. You have the best stories. <laughs> I just... I'm serious. I just, and that's, that's like, I think, like, yeah, maybe the best part of the trip is the stories that come out of it. I just... Ugh. My life. What is this? You know. <laughs> well, hopefully you can go back and find your own wild poodle. Um, it's. I think it's going to be a few more years before <laughs> before I can. I have to. I have to get up over my mental hurdle uh, first. But um, eventually we will go back. Maybe before my um, the visa we got expires. Eventually, it will happen. I just, I don't know. I don't know when I, <laughs> it's like, it's like a weird thing. It's like, I know it'll be fun, but I also remember the stress so well, you know? So <laughs> I, I, well, you did visit during summer. That's the thing. I, I think like, like you've said, December seems really good. And um, early September seems like a really good time to go. So it's just um, overcoming the mental hurdle. And then I, I think we can do it. I think so too. But and also, my my son is still really traumatized over it. He's like, "No, mommy," and I'm like, "No, but it might be fun." So he's like, "I," he's like, "Mommy, no." So we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> All right. So before we go, we have to say thank you to some awesome explorers who are contributing contributing to us on Patreon. Big thank you to Acro Disney Girl, Akie, Alex, Amy, and Amy. Amy C. and Amy P. Angela, uh, Mama Explorer, Benjamin, Bryson, Carl, Carlos, Carrie, Claire, Claudia, Darren, Dave, David, and a Disney It Girl. Big thank you to Emily, uh, JP, Jessica. Thank you, Kathy and Lee. Thank you, Marie, Michael. Thank you, Murray and Rosaline, Sophie, Stephanie, Thomas, uh, Timothy, Tomoko, and Tracy. Thank you so much. You do keep the show running, so we cannot thank you. Thank you enough. So that's it for the show. Make sure you rate and review us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, wherever you get your podcasts from. If you have any questions or suggestions for us, send them to contact at tdrexplorer.com. And make sure you tell everybody about us. If they're playing a trip to the Disney parks here in Asia or other theme parks in Asia, Send them our way. We'll help them out. You can find us on our website at tdrexplorer.com. Also on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, YouTube, all under TDR Explorer. I'm one of your hosts, Chris, the wild poodle wrangler. (laughs) (laughs) I just came up with that myself. Oh, my gosh. I want to be a wild poodle wrangler, too. I'm going to join you. Yeah, you can. There you go. No, you can be the frog leg whisperer. Oh my gosh, okay. 
Yeah, there you That's go. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I am the poodle. I'm the poodle wrangler, and joining as always is, is the beautiful Patricia. The frog leg, the frog leg whisperer. And um, you can find me at Dream Sweets Love on Twitter and Instagram, and, and I might make a new account under Frog Leg Whisperer soon. So watch out for that. Uh, you guys, uh, thank you so much for listening, and uh, keep exploring. And we'll talk to you next time. <laughs> <laughs>